Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to challenge you to not allow potential setbacks to discourage you, because there's always a reason, there's always a way, and you've got to learn how to always have a plan. So going around with just, you know, one book in your hand, who does that? Like, I have like multiple books in my book sack. You guys know, I've told you, I have tons of books in my suitcases at home. They're all just waiting to be read. It's a lineup. I always have a backup. I always have a backup book. I always have a backup plan. And I always have a story. So, sweet potato, you know, my baby girl that I talk about all the time that I'm so super proud of. I wrote her over 10 years ago, and now she's finally seeing the light of day. That doesn't mean that she's the only book that I have. I have tons of novels. I have novels that are, you know, specifically geared for YA. I have one middle grade. I have a children's book, and they're all just waiting in line. Well, I guess one of them became extremely impatient. And I guess God knew what was about to happen in my life. So he opened a door for one of my books. And I want to tell you what happened. Because some people, you know, they might say, well, Jennifer, you had a big setback. And I will say, no, that is just a way of God setting me up. And that's how I'm going to have to think through this and think about it in order to stay positive and to stay motivated. So thank you guys for being with me and letting me share my story. So over the weekend, I received some wonderful, surprising news. And I'll go into full details about that later in a reveal, but it was an extremely exciting moment for me. And I realized that the Hartwell Chronicles, somehow that door just miraculously opened. And I can't explain it other than the Holy Spirit knowing that something was about to shift and change. And it was needed for me too. 
as a, a sign of encouragement and as a sign of, you know, knowing that God is in all of these plans that I make. Because as you know, that I'm in constant prayer and I have given Sweet Potato Jones to the Lord. I've given all of my writing life to the Lord. And it'll be when it time and is right. It is going to be in God's timing. So, miraculously, a door opened. And I will say it was divine intervention. So, so my name was born of my Exorcist series. I've talked about that Exorcist book. I've talked about it with you guys before. I can't give you like the specifics of what episode it was. But last summer... If you go back and you look, I wrote an exorcist book, a teenage exorcist story. Um, it went through extensive beta reads. It went with um, high schools, adults, uh, college students. I had just a wide gamut of betas on it. Um, went through an AP English teacher. And trust me, guys, I know that it needed work. It was a rough it was at 58,000 words last summer. I went through all of the edits, and now I have fresh eyes. And this summer, I'm going to do what? All of my new editing plans on that. And buddy, do I have a plan. Y'all know me. I've been researching a lot, and I've been looking at the editor tricks and tips so I can get better. I've got to advance. I've got to improve. I've been really showcasing this work when I've been working with students, and it's been paying off. And I'm talking about students that I'm mentoring in their writing, other people that I'm looking at their work. I've been evaluating dissertations for the past year. Now I'm a content expert for three committees. And so the extensive reviews that I've been doing have allowed me to grow. I will tell you, the more experience that you get on this side of the editing world, you're going to do better at your own writing. Because I've been terrible at it. I will admit it. That was my weakness. You know, I could get the story down. Sure. I can tell you guys a story. But then, you know, that eye for detail, that's where I would lose focus. So, I knew that my plans had to change for this summer on Saturday. Because that door opened for the Exorcist book. Now, when I put the Exorcist book out there to all the betas, they did not like the name. The name was The Exorcism of Adriana Hartwell. And everybody was going, wait, doesn't that sound like The Exorcism of Emily Rose? And doesn't that sound like every other Exorcist movie out there? And I was like, uh, yes. And it's not just about Adriana. That's the younger sister. I'm like, okay, something's got to change, but I don't know what it is yet. So, I prayed about it on Saturday when I needed the name. Like, I needed the name, like, right then. And I couldn't pause. It was almost like I should have already had that. So I went to the Holy Spirit and I connected and I said, Lord, what could it be that could carry this series on forward that it's not just going to lock it down? What can it be, God? And I started Googling because you've got to get the name down. You've got to be a little unique. And yes, you're going to run across millions of books. And so if you do have a book that's the same exact name, oh, well, get over it. Get, get moving forward and, and just live with that. Just know that if your name's up with it you know what it's gonna be so 
everything that I did try to pull up initially was not working. I was like, God, give it to me. And it came. And I said, oh, I love it. So I went to Facebook and I went to my friends and I said, guys, what do you think? I said, I got this name. This is the name I like. But if you've got any suggestions, I need it in a hurry, though. Like, I need it right now. So, boom, boom, boom. Funny, but people put names up there that I had already Googled. And then there was some unique ones. And I'm like, well, let me just Google these. Even though they don't roll off my tongue 100%, I'm going to go ahead and Google them just to see. And just to see what it would look like. So, I Googled them. Nope, nothing, nothing. Then, my librarian, my media specialist, she gets on there. She goes, okay, I love your name. I love the Hartwell Chronicles. Um, that's the one that stands out. And so, even when I talked with her yesterday, she was excited about that name. She was like, that one's a good one. That is. I said, well, that's it. And she was like, but I think it needs something else. And I'm like, well, I put Teenage Exorcist on there. So, that way, if anybody does look at the book cover, um, they understand that they're going to get into some demons in there. And if, so, if they don't like demons, it's not going to be like a forced entry i push them in and then they go oh this is about a girl chronicling her life and da -da. well it is with demons and paranormal <laughs> so i didn't want that to kind of be clear for readers um it might not go on my other book two three four series i don't know it could change but right now i'm thinking that's what's going to be like the tagline subline subheading whatever you want to call it in your world okay so I get that done. And I even play around on Canva. You guys know me. I'm making banners. I'm making new banners for everything. So, while I'm on there, and I made new banners for all of my platforms. I even did a video on it. Did a blog on making new banners. Update for spring. So, I made me a little play around with a skull. And it was saying, you know, the Hartwell Chronicles. Teenage Exorcist. Coming soon. You know? Played around with that. And I sat it up on my computer, looked at it, because I wanted to see what the name looked like in print. And I found this, like, really cool, scrolly print. And I was like, oh, man, I love it. I love it. So, that's the name I went with, and I sent it, sent it off. Okay, so, let me tell you guys. Sunday, I went about my business, making all of my videos, doing challenges, and I had a Q&A. And so it said, what are you currently working on? Someone emailed me and wanted to know, like, what was my current book? Which, the timing, I'm telling you guys, the Lord. So that question was, like, number five. You can go back and watch that YouTube video or the Facebook Live, because I did two. The YouTube video is longer. The Facebook Live shorter. Remember, I told you, know, your platforms. Um, but... I clearly talked about it, and I, I had this, like, hesitation, but there was something in me that said, no, it's not competing. The Hartwell Chronicles is not competing with Sweet Potato. It's going to work itself out. Just go ahead and tell them about it. You know, your fans on the listeners, they know, your tribe, they know, Jen Larry writes, about, you know, Victoria anyway. So, why not go ahead and just say it to everybody else? And there's always writers who have multiple projects going on, multiple things going on. And I don't know, you know, I guess I had like this little be between us. I might have had this little fear that if I told people 
what had happened to me on Saturday, and I got this wonderful opportunity to now take the Hartwell Chronicles to the next level, that people would say, well, now, you know, her, her focus is going to completely shift, because I didn't want to be unfaithful to Sweet Potato Jones. Um, C.S. Lewis, there was a um, a quote that I had even put up this week, you know, be faithful to what you're working on, and I was like, you know, there we go, you know, I've got to stay faithful to her. She's my number one girl that that's made the light of day first. So let me be faithful to her and then the other ones will follow suit. And I was like, I don't know when that is even gonna be for the Hartwell Chronicles. But I was thinking it's probably gonna be in December. I'd even wrote my friend Ann and I told her, you know, it'll probably be in December when I put out the author challenge. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking about taking some of the work that I was gonna do, all of the editing work, make a chapter for the Hartwell Chronicles, specifically in the Author Challenge book, and go through it and give you guys all of the resources, all of the checklist, and everything that I was building for my own work, so that way you could see it manifesting in a whip, and not just some kind of random thing. And then, at the end, you could get like the package deal. You could get the Teenage Exorcist book, plus, my author challenge book, and then it would talk through, and then you could go in and say, well, I can see how she did that. You could use my book as the model, and you could break it down. And so I was thinking of it that way. I was thinking of, you know how I always tell you guys about researching a model? And not to say that the Hartwell Chronicles is gonna be perfect, but it is going to be, you know, something that I'm gonna be proud of, and I love that story. That cast of characters, mm -mm -mm. I'll talk more about that later. But so initially, that was like my go-to plan. So you see what I'm doing. I'm having a plan here. And so even on the video, I even said it. I was like, I'm going to still be working my, you know, Sweet Potato Jones publicity plan as well as now paralleling this new book, The Hartwell Chronicles. And it'll be when it's supposed to be. So, long story. I know, guys. Thank you for, for letting me get all of this out. Because I wanted you to see the sequence in this. I think it's important. If I had started at the beginning, you might have got all up into your feelings. And then kind of lost the sequence of everything that was happening in my life up to that. And so, on Saturday. So, Saturday, opportunity. Sunday, spoken out loud. And you know we talk about speaking dreams out loud, right? So I spoke the Hartwell Chronicles into being out loud. Not only did I do it on Saturday to everyone in my new, <laughs> my family, my Facebook page, um, my friends got a hold of it, I'm texting them. Then on Sunday, I'm speaking it out on YouTube, on Facebook Live. And I'm like, I wasn't even expecting that to come out. Like when when I was planning the Q&A, I was really going to say, publicity plan, guys. Like, when you've got a book about to come out, that's what I'm currently working on. Like, that's where I was going to go. And I just felt really led. You can even tell, like, there was this hesitation at first. It's like, oh, do I do it? Do I do it? And I was like, stop hiding in fear. Speak it out. And I did it. And I spoke it out. And I think that this is a meaningful part in the story. So then... Rewind, I mean, fast forward to Monday. Monday, 
is going to be a super busy day for me because I have to work. And then right after work, I've got to pick the kids up. I've got to go all the way back to Raleigh. we got to spend the night in the museum. And they're having this really fancy. Y'all, when I say fancy, I'm talking about hors d'oeuvres fancy with, with like fancy people dressed up. I did not know I had to go on stage. Oh, my gosh. But I was so proud. We had a first place winner in a writing contest. And I had to go to support that sweetheart. Um, and so I represented the school. And she's in my writing club, too. And I love her so much. And her whole family was there. It's an amazing experience. You should read her story. You can go online to the Raleigh Fine Arts Society. And you can read um, Aaliyah Patel's story. It's like the fourth one in the book. Um, they've put all of them up on an anthology it's you got to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the um awards and be able to read her story so so i knew i had a very busy day ahead of me like i did not get home until almost nine o'clock last night so i wasn't gonna have time you know to do anything like reading like i need to be reading <laughs> dark light by greg turnquist and I just, I couldn't. Sunday, I was so sick. I, there was like no way. So, you know, I'm kind of behind schedule a little bit. And I was feeling a little of that. And my friend at work, she messaged me. I need you at 1 o'clock. So I looked at my calendar. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm free right then. Well, I'm on the phone with another coach. And I'm coaching her through things. And we're having a discussion. And we're talking about, you know, our literacy stuff and our plan and strategic plans and all of that, you know, work-related stuff. And I look at the clock, and it's 12.57, and I'm like, look, I really got to go. I got to go help my friend. She needs me at 1 o'clock. And so, at 12.59, I'm walking into our office, and I get a ding on my phone. And so, for my author publishing world, I get a notification if um, through that email account. If I get one, you know, from them or anybody that uses that account. So, that's the one. I don't get the Jen Lowry Wright stings because I get so many of those in a day. But I do for like a, a personal one that I send out like for my separate life. <laughs> like publishing and um, was school related and stuff like that. So, I get a ding and I look down and it's my publisher. And I'm all, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And it's. 12.59. I'm walking into her office at 1 o'clock. And so I'm like, let me check this really, really fast. I'm sorry. And I checked it. And I've got publication news that Sweet Potato Jones is now going to be pushed to possibly a 2020 release. Now, you guys know my work ethic and you know how hard I've been working with the publicity plan and contacting me for events, um, paying for the festival, going out and, and getting the libraries secured and, um, you know, just everything, all my promotion, all of my materials, everything says September 10th. And I'm like, wait a minute, I got my Sparrow launch team. I was going to do the, um, internship this summer. I've already got a student lined up for the internship for Sweet Potato. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So now what do I do? And I'm like, okay. And so I couldn't cry. I couldn't because this is a part of the business. This happens more than you guys know. After I, you know, had a chance, I was in the car and I was driving with the boys. We were having to go back. So 
Uh, my son was driving and I was Googling and this is a common occurrence in publishing and it happened to me. And I'm going to be honest, I'm really quite glad that it happened to me because that way it's a part of my journey. I get to share that with you guys and I get to say there are two things that you can do in moments like that. You can get discouraged. You can give up. You can get frustrated. You can start this and that and blah, 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 and complaining and arguing or fussing or feeling down. Or you can have a positive mindset in the middle of change. And you can collect yourself. You can gather your thoughts. You can put them towards prayer. And you can continue to turn your book over to the Lord and say, you know, thank you for taking so much care and consideration in my work. Because by you doing that, then that means it's going to continue to advance. It's going to continue to grow, develop. And then when it does come out, I know it's in God's timing. So I think, honestly, guys, if you look back at the progression of this, there was something that happened on Saturday and Sunday. The opportunity to speaking out the dream to the next day news. And some of you would be like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. You know, I can't believe this has happened to you. And I'm like, well, now that it's happened to me, then we'll learn from it together. And we'll say it's a part of the publication business. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that goes into publishing that authors don't realize. We're not on that side. And we get these agents or we get these publishing houses, and there's a lot that they have to do. There's things that they need to do to get your book ready and polished and the best that it can be. And so trust the process, you know. And I do. I trust the process. And I feel good about it. My first ex my first response was, oh, okay, so email back, you know, so what about, you know, I've got all these events. And so I listed out my events. And, and so I knew that I needed to postpone one of the events. Because then I started thinking, wait a minute, you know, I've got that bestseller. I've got Happy Renewal Year. You know, I can still go to these events. I put my Bible devotionals down on these events. I just can't go to the bookstore signing. You know, we don't necessarily need to have the tea party. Not yet. I'm like, but I could do other things. I could go other routes. I can do other events now because of a different book. Then I said, okay, God, as soon as I understood what was happening, you know, sometimes when you're in it, you don't quite connect all of the dots. It's like blurred lines. But as soon as I prayed for clarity, an understanding and an openness I understood what happened with the Hartwell Chronicles so we went out you know we took care of you know what she needed before it was the ladder and I, and I didn't talk about it long because I, I wasn't gonna sit and dwell on it either you know there's no point in hashing it all out in, in the in the wonders of wise and, and trying to look behind the scenes I trust the process and I love my publisher and I'm so happy that I can say I have one and I'm going to be patient with Sweet Potato. And I'm just going to let Sweet Potato do her thing. And you know, I said that. I said that in the goals. Allow Sweet Potato Jones to be able to do her thing. Well, in order for her to do her thing, then I'm going to have to trust what's happening with her. 
So that was actually spoken out loud on Sunday as well because that was a part of my author goals. And when someone asked me, how do you stay so focused? I reread my author goals from the new year, from January, and that was on there. And so it gave me some peace, guys, peace that passes all understanding. Like, I don't know all the ins and outs, but I know that God does. I know that Jesus was with me in this process, and I know that the Holy Spirit opened a door for me, which allowed me to see some hope in all of this. So... The next set of occurrences happened, and it happened with a ladder. So everything looked kind of the same. We get on, you know, she gets on the ladder, does it work? Well, this one's just been rearranged a little bit. Now there's these, you know, grommets and the hooks, and they don't work, and it's not the right size, and it might not be the perfect fit. And so we come down from the ladder, and we go back, and we say, okay, well, there's another way that we can fix this. Just got to buy new hooks. So we just need a new hook. And we're saying we just need a new hook. And then, you know, you know me. I'm English. I'm symbolic. I think everything in life is a little symbolic. Uh, if you think long enough and hard enough on it. And we can match it, fit the picture, right? Well, the biblical stories, you know, those events, they're symbolic as well. And I know that. Looking back on this whole day yesterday, I start messaging my friend because some other things started happening exactly four o'clock, which again, amazing because what my sons and I were speaking out loud at Buffalo Wild Wings, stuff was also going behind the scenes of opening up a brand new door of something that's on my bucket list that we were actually talking about, which is about my author world too. It's amazing, guys. Amazing. And I'm like, okay, see, God is all in this. And so, here's what I decided to do. I decided to go ahead and think about the Hartwell Chronicles. Well, I talked with the kids about it yesterday. I told my students about the open door opportunity. And I told them my idea for Christmas. And Freddie was like, no, 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 don't do it at Christmas. Don't do it when you do that package book. He said, go ahead and do it at Halloween. I'm like, oh my gosh, like my favorite holiday. Wouldn't that be hilarious if I had a Halloween birthday party for my exorcist book? So I thought about it. I thought it was a great hook, right? And here we are thinking of the hook. So I'm going back to the ladder and I'm going, I just need a new hook. So when he said that in second period, I was like, oh, cool, cool. I love it. I love it. So it started staying around with me October 31st. Well, when the ladder happened at one o'clock, you just need a new hook. I stepped away, you know, not even considering it. So after school, I still had coaching going on. I had a teacher that I was coaching and it was running late and I was looking at the clock because I knew I had to go home and I had to get the boys and I had to come back to Raleigh for the event. So I was going, all right, all right. So what can, you know, at the end of the conversation, I was thinking, what can all of this day mean? And so I wanted to like recap with her because she's also my friend. And after I did my coaching with her, then I kind of needed my own little coaching. And so I told her about the ladder and the symbolism. And I was like, you know, there's many ways that we can climb and we can keep climbing. And I said, if that one, if that sign broke the first time, that's okay. We get new sign. 
Now we just need new hooks. I said, the thing is, is that you don't quit. Eventually, the sign is going to get there. It's just not going to be the way that you first decided, not on the timing that you wanted it there. And I said, but it's going to be in God's timing. And I'm like, I don't think of this whole, you know, parallel event that is happening in my life with just a simple situation with a ladder. And I'm thinking, you know, that's the same with my author career. You know, I'm going to continue to climb because I'm going to continue to grow and advance and learn and push myself and challenge myself. And the Hartwell Chronicles is coming. And I said, and in fact, in order to keep the books, you know, momentum alive, just the momentum of what I have going on, let's look at the calendar really fast. And I had planned an event. Now, guys, I can go ahead and tell y'all what it is because you're going to see God in this. I know it. You're going to say, Jennifer, oh my goodness, are you serious? So I contacted a lake and I contacted them to reserve it for September the 13th, which is Friday the 13th. And for those of you who know me personally, you guys know that all I watch is horror. All I love is horror, paranormal. That is my junk, y'all. And so for me to have a launch party, here was my launch party plans. My launch party plans was to go to this lake on Friday the 13th. And my nephew, like, actually dresses up like Jason um, and different, like, it and um, scream. Like, he has it all. And even for Easter, um, he was running around, um, and he's six, and he's running around with the mask on and is at the Easter party. So, like, I have family members that would love this. And so for my launch party, I was going to do a very formal launch party with the teachers and the staff and the people that are local to Raleigh that have been influential and in helping me with sweet potato. Then I was going to turn it up and I was going to have movie trivia, my book trivia, all mixed in with a scavenger hunt at my launch party at the lake. And the lake closed at 830. So after all of the teachers and staff and locals, they went home to their families. My family was bringing picnics. And we were going to have a picnic party by the lake. And we were going to have my launch party like that for Sweet Potato Jones on Friday the 13th. So I thought, look, I'm already playing this party. That was my launch party date with my family. Sweet Potato was going to come out September the 10th. And I knew that they couldn't drive on a, you know, on a Tuesday to come. So I planned the party on a Friday when I knew that they could hang out. And all of my nieces and nephews, my great nieces and my great nephews, would not have to go to school the next morning because they have early, early mornings. These schools, they're going to school. Like, I have to be at work super early now. So, you know, that's, you know, it's crazy. It's not 8 o'clock anymore, 6.55. So driving to Raleigh two hours, no, I wasn't going to do that to them. So I already had this whole idea planned for September the 13th, Friday the 13th. Well, guess what, guys? Friday the 13th it is. When I looked at those events and I looked at what I had planned, and then I thought, oh, Friday the 13th, what two days do you think about when you think of horror? You think of it. You think of Friday the 13th. I know you do. And I know you think of Halloween. So guess what? Friday the 13th is going to be the release of my new book. And no, it is not going to compete with Sweet Potato. Sweet Potato is coming out 2020. Guess what this means? That means that I can start my Exorcist series. And my plan, my publicity plan for the Exorcist series is to go ahead and actually do a, you know, three-month 
release, three month release, meaning once I get book one out, every three months, I'm going to put out a new book because it's going to model after like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer series. So it's going to be boom, 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 boom. Um, 50,000 word YA paranormal, at least 50,000 words um, reads. And so I already talked to the people on Saturday when, when I was having this opportunity. I already had to give them like a plan. I already had to state it. So I already wrote it out. Because you know me, I already wrote out the plan on Saturday. I didn't just come up with a name. Y'all know me, what I'm doing. I'm doing all kinds of things at once. And so I already had it, my, you know, my trajectory planned out. I didn't know when the release date was going to be. But I did know that I was going to dedicate myself to that series. And I was going to push that one out every three months. There would be a new one. So here we go. September 13th. We're going to be talking about now the Hartwell Chronicles. And so here's what's going to happen with, with everything on my platforms. You're going to start seeing a color change. I talked to you guys about branding yourself around your books. All of you at once can say, purple, Jennifer, purple. I know what you've been doing, you know, Sweet Potato Jones. There's purple in that book. It's very symbolic. Well, colors are about to change. And I'm going with black white gray and red and you're going to start seeing it everywhere and so once you start seeing that you know the new book is going to be the you know the discussion focal point so here's what's happening now i'm going to still talk about sweet potato jones of course because i'm still having them run that publicity plan but because i don't have a date right now i have the projected 2020 i'm going to stop talking about events for that and plans for that and we're going to shift focus on the YA paranormal. And we're going to now see how I work that. And it's going to be a day-by-day experience through research and editing. So if you're interested in the editing, the beta readers, the querying, you know, all of the, the book covers and the, you know, the, the formatting and all of that. That's kind of where we're going to shift because, as you know, Jen Lowry writes, you guys are a part of this journey with me. And as a little embarrassed as I am to say that Sweet Potato now has a new date, that's just okay. I can get over that. You guys are with me, right? You've been with me this long. If you, like, abandon me now and jump ship because I have a publication change, Okay, uh, farewell, because that's not what it's about. It's about you experiencing this author life with me on a day-to-day, no matter what book we got to talk about. And so I emailed all of my Sparrow people last night, and I did give them the long story in our Facebook secret group. I have 27 members now. And I said, guys, if you want to, if it's a Sparrow, if you want to fly away right now, I completely understand. However... If you want to become my prayer partner um, and help me now with the Hartwell Chronicles, stick around. I just don't think we could call ourselves Sparrows at the moment. So we need a new name. So um, I'm thinking of a new name. And maybe it'll just be the Warriors. I'm thinking we'll go with the Warriors. Because this is a battle. This is a fight. You know, sometimes the road is not easy laid out. 
we can get derailed. We can get sidetracked. We can lose focus ourselves, which is completely in our control. Or there can be things outside of our realm of control. And guess what? We have to say, all right, I can't control that, but I have plan B. If you think about what happened prior to that helped me line up my plan and I knew I was still walking in God's will. I knew that I was still going to go forward with a story. That's why I say, don't stop writing. You know, all of us that have all these projects, all of us that have all these, you never know when an opportunity for one of your babies is going to come up. And you know, it's, it's almost like thinking about preschool allotments. Like if you're in those fancy areas where you're putting in all these applications to get the fancy preschool for your kid because you feel like you're setting your kid up to go to Harvard. Have you guys seen those stories? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Think about the works that you have. And you may have multiple ones like me. You may have been self-censoring yourself. And I'm going to talk about self-censorship because I went to an author talk last night. And it was all about censorship and self-censorship. And I'm very strongly passionate about that. So I have some new language to share with you. Um, But here we go. You know, self-censoring ourselves. Well, I have 10 books. They're right there. And so, you know, it's there's times for each book. I believe that there's a time for each book. There's a moment that, you know, I have to, you know, seize with those. And if an opportunity arises, go with it. And now, new plans. And I'm excited because we came up with all kinds of new things yesterday. And this is how the Lord works. You know, God puts me around people that encourage me, that draw me back and drew me back to the Holy Spirit encounters that I was having where something just was not settling right with my spirit. Then, you know, my friend was encouraging me, hey, I've got a bunch of notes now that can help you. I'm going to put them on Google Drive. So one of my author friends is going to do that for me. You know, I'm. she's also, you know, hooking me up. She's got me two events coming up that I can go and network and meet people. So I've already clicked yes yesterday. Yesterday, people. Yesterday. At the same time. And so while, you know, doors were not being closed or locked, just new doors were being opened, while another door is just, you know, standing wide open. And so all of these new opportunities were coming up. Then my children and I were, you know, sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings. And Sam kept looking at me. And I, and listen, he doesn't listen to this podcast. So I'm going to talk about my baby a minute. My baby's extremely protective. He's extremely protective of his mama. And so he kept looking at me and he'd say, Mama, are you going to cry? I say, No, baby. I told you, I was honest about my feelings. I did want to cry in the first minute. But then I understood what was happening. I had to step away. And so I had shared this same story with my children on the way home. That's why I didn't make a podcast yesterday on the way home. I tried and I just couldn't because it wasn't time yet. I needed to talk it out. I needed to talk with the launch you know, with the launch team, I needed to do some behind the scenes work. I needed to go ahead and switch up my Twitter, do a new pin tweet. 
um, go ahead and take that Canva image that I created on Saturday and just takes coming soon off and write Friday the 13th on it. You see that, y'all? You see what all I had to do? See what God helped me do on Saturday? Love it. So, because I was in a busy day, I didn't have time, right? I didn't have time. And so, when we were at Buffalo Wild Wings, we were talking all about these new ideas, these new challenges, and new ways, new research opportunities. And I was so excited. But Sam kept looking. He was very... Um, he was in a mixed place, I could tell. And it wasn't sitting right with him. He kept saying, are you going to cry, Mom? And I'm like, no, baby, no. And I'm like, look what we're doing. We're coming up with great new plans. And I'm like, the Lord is going to get us there. I'm like, you guys know what my goal is. My goal is to have an author life, an author career. And Sweet Potato will come. But, you know, this Exorcist book will come. My trilogy book will come. You know, my Supernatural Scottish Trilogy will come. I already have that ready. And I've got other books that are already written. I've got my American Revolution book. I've got my children's book. I've got that middle, you know, it's a middle grades revolution. I love history. Like, There's so many things that I want to do. And I'm not just this, you know, I can only stick in this genre. I love that God gave me the opportunity too to work with Sherry Fink this week because God set me up in so many ways this very week. Sherry Fink was revolutionary, talking about revolution, revolutionary to me. And it was in perfect timing that I had that interview. And I'm going to email her and I'm going to thank her so much for saying yes because not only did I learn a lot from her, truly, but it helped set me up for the next stage of my career in ways that you guys might not be able to see right now, but I see it clearly. And I'm going to start doing the bold ask like you won't believe. And you'll start hearing about those bold asks. Um, So, you know, change in plans, that's okay. But I always have a backup plan. I always have a backup story. So do that. And know that when things shift and plans change, that it's not the end of your career. Sweet Potato Jones is just one book. One book. And so later, and it took my kid like two hours. So an elder walked by, and she was wearing a hat. And we're at this fancy reception. And she's in all white, and she's wearing this beautiful white hat. And I was thinking about hats. I tried to make a video and a uh, podcast yesterday, and the Holy Spirit stopped me. But it was talking about hats. And I was talking about the white hat I wore, honestly. I honestly did it. I talked about the white hat I wore at church when I was 15 with my dad. I have some pictures to prove it for Easter Sunday, and I talked about my dad's military sergeant hat, and how I was going to now have to put on the sergeant hat. I'm going to do a whole nother episode just on that. So the hat, symbolic, it was in my mind, and so I see this lady, she walks by, she's an elder, and she's wearing this beautiful hat, she's all in white, and I'm like, guys, I hope that when I'm her age, I have the boldness to be able to walk around in a hat like that. And Sam looked at me, and he was like, Mama, you're 43. He was like, you've got the rest of your life for your writing. 
He said, just think, Mama. I said, oh, yeah, you're right, son. haven't thought of it like that. I've got, you know, hopefully, you know, the Lord willing, you always have to say that. The Bible tells us to. And Lord willing, you know, I have, you know, 40 more years to talk about writing. 30 more years to build this career. That's 30, 40, 50 years of story. That's what I've got to look forward to. And I know that in those next 30, 40, 50, however the long the Lord allows me to live, today, tomorrow, that He is with me every single step of the way, and I am His child, and He wants to see me prosper, and He will turn it out for good. And my life can be an example for everyone else out there. And when you guys might get a publishing hang-up, you might say, hey, this is a setback. I want you to now say, oh, this is a set-up. God is setting me up for bigger and greater adventures, opportunities, and advancement. So it's all how you think about it. It's all how you pray about it. And with prayer, it can help reframe your circumstance, your mind. Because you can get in your head really, really quick. Or you can get into your spirit quicker than your head. And you can allow the spirit to ease that road and that path for you and make things clear. And then you can say, wow, what a great God we serve. When I was texting Pooja yesterday, I asked my friend for prayer. And then within five minutes, five minutes, I bet it wasn't even five minutes. You know, I come up, you know, with plan B. And it was all falling into place. It was like magic. It was like blessing. It was like favor. And I know that God had that divine appointment with me two weeks ago, last week with Sherry Fink, Saturday, Sunday, to get me to Monday, to help show me the trajectory and the path was not closed. The ladder was still there. I just needed the new hook. Love it. And hook rhymes with book. God rhymes. He's a rhymer. I love it. And so, guys, you'll see a switch. You're going to see black, red, gray. You're going to see the Hartwell Chronicles. You're going to hear all about the next phase. What to do, what to do. So, thank you, guys. Um, if you guys want to just, you know, send me a quick email, a congratulations about the Hartwell Chronicles, flood that inbox. I would love jenlowrywrites at gmail.com or find me out on all of my platforms. You guys should be following me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook author page right now and say, oh, oh, I heard about the book. I heard about it. Retweet out. I already have the sign up. It's in my pins tweet that I made on Canva on Saturday. All I had to do yesterday was put Friday the 13th, September 13th on there. So go ahead and retweet it out and say, this girl is a boss. Let's say it. You know, I'm a boss. 
And God gave me a Bible verse, a clear Bible verse in prayer in Thessalonians. And I'm telling you guys now, I'm a boss, will be the boss of my work. The work will be in my own hands. Be silent and work with your hands. And I'm going to be giving it all to the Lord. All of it. Well, the be silent part, I think the Lord wants me to share my story. Because I have been flooded for this past year with words of encouragement from you guys. When you guys contact me and say that the podcast has been encouraging, it's helped you overcome a fear. Oh, now you've got an event scheduled. Oh, now you're about to do your own Facebook Live and Can I Go? And you had a wonderful party with your family and friends and like tons of views, like over 500 while we were sitting there. Like when I see all of the people that are contacting me saying the challenges have helped them. Like I know that my story is... is this lived experience for just more than me that helps with my motivation and with my purpose and so no the podcast is not over the podcast we're still authoring here we're just talking about Hartwell maybe a little bit more to get ready and thank you guys for everything If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my homeschool families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, so that way you can grab one. You can gift them with a friend. You can share them out on your sites. And people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.